I traveled through the seven levels of the candy cane forest, past the sea of swirly, twirly gumdrops, and then I walked through the Lincoln Tunnel. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Braxton Brewing in Covington, uh, Covington, Ohio, Covington, Kentucky, <laughs> for today's Cincy Brewcast Holiday Extravaganza. Yay! My name is Mike Cisneros, and we'd like to welcome everybody and certainly thank uh, the Rouse family and Braxton Brewing here in Covington for their hospitality today. Uh, and I'd like to bid welcome and a Merry Christmas to the man who is synonymous with anonymous, the man from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Please welcome the gnarly gnome. Gnome, good afternoon. Cheers, happy holidays. And of course, the queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary from the Overlook Lodge lounge and bar in, 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 in Pleasant, Ridge. Pleasant Ridge, Ohio, the mixologist with the uh, mostologist, Tina Cisneros, Tina. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy, and ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. And oh, we that was a good one. Thanks. <laughs> and we... Hello? Hello? You lost something. You can hear me. I can't hear the headphones, uh, but you can hear me. The thing is still kicking, so I'm going to keep going. Uh, what we've got going on today, of course, is a great number of our excellent, outstanding friends from the uh, Cincinnati craft beer uh, industry. Of course, we're going to have... Uh, Evan Rouse from uh, Braxton on here in just a few minutes. Uh, we also have a great number of people from breweries that are about to come online, some that are already online. We've got Eric Bosler in the house from Darkness. We've got uh, Kathy and Brian Hickey from Streetside. Uh, we've got John Bent uh, from Sullivan Distributing and a whole bunch more people to talk to. So we'd certainly like to welcome them and you'll be hearing from them uh, as we continue on with the program. Uh, one of the things that, that we really wanted to do for today's show was to have a charity element. And we are so fortunate that uh, through the Gnarly Gnome, whose lovely wife, Mrs. Gnome, uh, works for St. Joseph's Orphanage, so we had a built-in excellent cause, and that is for St. Jo Joseph's Orphanage. Uh, so uh, right now, um, let me talk about them. St. Joseph's Orphanage has been serving children and families in southwestern Ohio since 1829. St. Joe's started off as an orphanage and now provides a wide variety of services to family and children in need, including mental health services, transition to independence, services for young adults, foster care, specialized school programs for children with special needs, and much, much more. To get involved with St. Joe's Kids, you can do a number of things. Call 513-741-3100. You can visit them at www.sjokids.org, www.sjokids.org, or you can step right up over here to our holiday gift table and you can decide whether you want to bid on one of our silent auction items which is on the right hand side 
or you can buy raffle tickets for some of our raffle items which are on the left-hand side. Now, we have been... Or you could just donate a bunch of cash. Or yeah, <laughs> cash donations also available. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll certainly take that. But we have been really, really blessed by our friends in the Cincinnati craft beer community with a great number of fantastic gifts. And let me tell you, everything that is on this silent auction table and the raffle table, for that matter, I want. I think Gnome wants it. <laughs> Tina wants it. Uh, we want to bid. Uh, but let me just tell you about, uh, first of all, our friends at, at, at Braxton here uh, were kindred spirits, of course. We started, sort of started at the same time. Uh, it, it's a family operation, as is our program. Uh, and we've really felt kindred spirits with these guys over here. They were one of our first uh, appearances on Cincy Brewcast, one of our first interviews. And not only did they bless us with the favor of letting us use their fantastic facility here in Covington, but they have also blessed us with an incredible gift package. And let me just tell you what's on there. First of all, the value of it is $165. And you have the Braxton Glassware Collection, and I mean everything. The, the, the uh, Lederstein, the uh, Sensoric Glass, the Flight Glasses, uh, the regular Pint Glasses. You also have the uh, 32-ounce uh, flip-top howler, a beanie, a toque, a trucker hat, bumper stickers, large T-shirt, $30 gift card for Braxton so you can fill up that howler. So that's fantastic. Uh, we also have a very nice gift from Mount Carmel Brewing, which, as you know, uh, is kind of the home brewing of Cincy Brewcast. They're right down the street from the Cincy Brewcast studio. They've included uh, two pint glasses, a, a growler and fill and a certificate for a fill, a Mount Carmel Brewing Company beanie, a Mount Carmel Brewing Company t-shirt, and a very nice uh, season's greetings holiday basket. Christine Colwith put the, uh, the, the director of special events over there, put that together for us. That's a $65 value. The Old Firehouse Brewing Company, a $75 value. Uh, an Old Firehouse Brewing work shirt, which if you know those work shirts, they're really nice, really coveted. Uh, a growler and a fill from them as well. Stickers, posters, and two old firehouse pint glasses. Uh, it looks like also a poster. Uh, a couple of posters. And, and so that's in a nice basket as well. That's $75. Mad Tree Brewing. Uh, Tina? Mad Tree Brewing uh, is a $40 value. You get a Mad Tree tea, a, uh, one of their Mad Tree pint glasses, a koozie, and a $15 gift card. Um, these are one of the uh, the many holiday gift packs they have available at Madtree, and they were so generous to donate to us. Um, we also have a, an eight ball gift pack, um, which is a $65 value. You're going to get two pint glasses, two eight ball teas, some coasters, and a $15 gift card to use as you would like. Um, if you want a growler fill, if you want to spend it in the tap room, we've got that. We've also got uh, Darkness Brewing, a $40 value. They've got a Darkness t-shirt, some stickers, a pint glass, a growler, and a fill over there. We've got some other, and we've got some items from Cellar Dweller, and, and then we've also, uh, we've also got Craft Connection. Uh, we've got a $110 value, two seats on a, on a Craft Connection and a Craft Connection beanie. Now, if you go over to the sound and auction table, all of the opening bids are on the sheet already. Generally, they're about 50% less or, or maybe a little bit more. So you can walk up, you can sign the silent auction sheet. Uh, Mrs. Nome has some pens over there that you can write your name on, place your bid. It's gotta be obviously higher than the person in front of you and higher than the original bid. Um, 
And that's how that works. We want people to come on over, check out the stuff. It's fantastic stuff. Uh, we're so happy. And then, as if that weren't enough, we have <laughs> raffle items from Fibonacci, Blank Slate, uh, Bad Tom Brewing, and Country Boy. Both of those are courtesy of John Bent uh, from Seligman Distributing, uh, from Streetside, from Dogberry, some really nice stuff from Dogberry, and when we have our own little Cincy Brewcast basket I also, over there. I also see a uh, gift basket on the raffle table that got placed after we already started from Brewhouse Dog Bones. That's fantastic. And Brewhouse Dog Bones, we've supported them for uh, uh, since we've been started here at the uh, at the Cincy Brewcast, and we're going to speak to uh, Lisa Graham in a little while and talk to her about how things are going over at Brewhouse Dogboat. Yeah, big thing since the last time we had her on the lots show. Lots and lots of stuff going on. Jim Jenkins, the development director of St. Joseph's Orphanage, dropped by the table, and uh, we might get a chance to speak to him later as well. Um, Jake is, um, Oh, Jake. Uh, hey, Jake. Is it Jake? He was, uh, you were chilling the, you were ch chilling the dark charge. Yeah, it was How's Welcome. It, how's it going? Welcome to Cincy Brewcast. Well, we uh, we learned our lesson the hard way about letting Evan do shows with you guys alone. So <laughs> we don't uh, we don't let him do that anymore. There's a little <laughs> editing needed for that one. <laughs> how's it going? It's going great. Oh, Good. I guess I need the headphones, huh? Well, yeah, if you, you want. if you want to hear what we're you know not, ah, not necessarily, but much yeah, better, much, much better. better. Um, we sound better if you can't hear us. <laughs> I guess the biggest thing that's happened with you guys is the uh, dark charge uh, yeah. opening and all and all of that hoopla that went uh, went on with the uh, opening f of the of the new beer and the barrel aged program yeah. and uh, it was, yeah it was incredible. We had our, our block party here. It was I guess four three weeks ago. Hard to believe it was just three weeks ago. Um, it was wild. I mean, for us, it was our very first. You know, we we we've kind of found. Uh, our safe space within beers that are really approachable, really clean, really quality driven, uh, but really wanted to go for it with something as big and bold as a 10% Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. So for us, it was pushing us outside of that comfort zone a little bit, but it was just incredible. I mean, we saw close to 3,500 people. The line began at you know 9 a.m. for insane. an opening at, at noon. Uh, we were really, really honored and just an amazing day of music and food and awesome beer. When you when you, you know what is what's some of the planning that goes into some, doing something like that? I mean, I mean, first of all, you got to make the beer, and then the beer's got to come out right. Yep. You know, and then yeah, and was, then you being you and you and, and 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 Jonathan Gandalf sort of being involved in sort of the marketing yeah. end of it rather than the rather than so much the beer end. Yeah, was, I, I mean, it's you guys got to really work closely together, and no doubt it was it was really hilarious actually when we when we brewed the beer we we brewed a twenty barrel batch of it not knowing that it was going to turn out the way that it did. Uh, so we, you know, we thought we'd do a release with it and do really cool. But when it turned out, when we, we started testing it at, you know, three months, four months, six months in, into into the barrels, it uh, we we wanted to blow it up. We knew we wanted to make some big deal of it. We're going to do it annual. It's actually already brewed for next year, uh, which is super exciting. But but putting on an event like that is is no uh, no short feat. <laughs> Jonathan and I work day and night uh, with our entire team, our taproom team. I mean, it, it's a complete business effort. Well, and I've, I've been to a lot of bottle releases, and I was so impressed at how organized it all did come <laughs> come together. Well, and how you. It, you know, it felt like you guys have done this a thousand times. And what, what I will say is I've, I've been a customer to a thousand of them, right? right? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big, big beer fan at, at heart, right? So I've, I've been to a lot of those releases. I've seen what I've loved and what I haven't, and when Jonathan and I sat down and kind of mapped everything out with, 
you know, how do we make it smooth? How do we make sure that we communicate the right things and all of that? I, I think it went well. We definitely learned stuff internally that we're going to fix for, for next year when we do have the, the party. Uh, but that being said, we were really, really excited all around. Let me ask you this. And this is just a question that popped into my head. It may be the dumbest question ever. But when you're when you are there and you are, like you said, three months in, six months in, nine months in, and you're t- and you're tasting the beer, and and you know it's fantastic. What kind of feeling is that? And what kind of what kind of discipline do you have to use to say, hey, look, to hell with it. Let's just put this out next week. You know, yeah. let's not tell anybody. <laughs> let's just, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be so difficult to kind of hold stuff in like that. Our our taste panels are hilarious, right? Because we've got we've got a lot of really educated brewers, right? So you've got Evan and Richard and Adam and Conan who are all, you know, really educated. They've been brewing for a long time, so they they can find pretty much errors in Picassos, if you will, right? right. So. Jonathan and I and our taproom team sit on that taste panel. We represent more of the consumer. So we sit there and we're like, you know, not to say that we're not educated, but we, we're going to gloss over things that are minor errors that no one else is going to realize. Right? You guys so, are the, this is really good. Right. Guys. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and we're going to we're going to be able to tell people right away, like, this is something that's really special. And, you know, when you when you start to go down the path of, of knowing that something is going to be really special with a beer, right, especially a beer that you're barrel aging, you've never barrel aged before. Um, it, it, you get really excited, and, and our entire team is like, for us, it's how do we make sure that we do it justice? I mean, everything about us is, you know, right glassware, right experience. We want to make sure that when you're here in the tap room and enjoying our beer anywhere, that you're enjoying an experience more so than just a product. So for us, we, we went to work kind of, it was after the third taste panel of that beer that we decided this was going to be something really special. Uh, Jonathan and I probably started planning the event in late September. Uh, and it really just kind of did everything we could to make sure it came to life. And, and then one of the things, and then we'll move on to something else, yeah. because. Uh, but one of the things I thought was really cool about it, too, is that you guys did a couple, three sort of like preview events, yep. one with the glassware, one with the barrel, the people who yep. gave you the barrels, it was George like Remus, George right? Remus, yeah. Uh, to... What were those about? Yeah. Were those just to give people? Because they were too excited not to give. <laughs> <them? laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I have to think that that, that that's at least part of it. You know, sure. really, what it is is we are our own worst critics, right? In, internally, and what I'll say is, if we look across what we set out to do before we opened the business, education was a big piece of what we really wanted to bring to life in the tap room. Ironically, we just came back from 2016 planning this week. Uh, we went out to a cabin in the middle of nowhere and just sat for three days and talked about the whole year and where we're going. And education's going to make a big deal next year. To be a fly on the how, wall there. How much How much actual meeting and so forth got down? <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly a lot. Surprisingly a lot. But, you know, you're only about 20 minutes from Upland, so it was phenomenal to go get some sours. But So we, we had a lot, of, a lot of great conversation around planning for next year, but... When we, when we talked about education, we wanted to do something special. I love barrel-aged beer, but I don't know the intricacies until after we've done it of brewing a barrel-aged beer. So we wanted to bring that to life. And then glass, you know we're, we're shamelessly Absolutely. excited about our glass. And rightfully, and rightfully <laughs> so. And, and so for us, it was one of those things where Sam is, has been super excited to work with us, and he was super excited to come down, and we invited him in and, and had what we thought, I thought it was an amazing event because... A lot of people don't believe it, and then they try it, and like, wow, yeah, it actually does. That was the the coolest part for me to see. You can see people (laughs) changing their mind in the middle of the event. It was fun. 
Absolutely. Uh, what's what's on the horizon? We well, of course we've got. I don't know. Is it ready over there yet? Yeah, we, I mean, I, you know, we we're gonna try a couple other beers, right? So you're gonna try Snow Shovel, our winter warmer excellent. that we just yeah. tapped on right. uh, on Saturday. Do you wanna you wanna go ahead and grab that? Um, that'll be awesome, and then we'll give that a a little bit longer. I I think it's probably ready, but yeah, a little longer is gonna hurt. So what what's on the horizon? You ask? Yes. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's, with, without without spilling any beans, <laughs> it was really it was a really f- phenomenal week. Like I said, we spent three days, uh, surprisingly really intense meetings in the mornings and in the afternoons. We all went out and drank, but it, we represented the entire aspect of the business from you know what do we want to see in the tap room that really it elevates the experience in here. We we treat it very you know it, it means a lot to me that I look around and I see people in here drinking the beer. Well, it means a hell of a lot to us <laughs> right now that there's so, a lot of people in here because that that I don't know if we're doing it something right, but uh, <laughs> we, we know you are. That's part of the reason yeah. we like to we like to be here too. And you guys you know? absolutely are. I, I love what you guys are doing for all craft beer. It's it's phenomenal. I'm always happy to support. Well, it, and I was I was telling my wife on the way over here. You know, you look at this table with these people and these breweries that are on here, and it's just it's it's this this bunch of people who are, are caring about something bigger than than the beer that they make yeah. and I, you know I think that gets lost sometimes and that's what's so fun about this event is that thank you John it, it's it's about something bigger you know it's 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 good to see I mean it really is it's so like heartwarming especially around the holidays to see all of these people all of the friends of the show who have been with us for a while and to see everybody come out is just really really awesome I can imagine how it feels to you guys as well um, just having people there that support you all the time or always coming out so it's awesome yeah so I'll cut into that for a second just talk about what we're drinking this is snow shovel as I mentioned it's our uh, hold, hold on a second I yeah. got to do this by contract okay from the beer fridge <laughs> I paid somebody to do that so I have to play it once you know or else I'll, I, I'm wasting my money that check it. better be in the mail <laughs> So this is snow shovel. It's our it's our winter warmer. Um, we we love it. it. It's a holiday ale, spiced holiday ale. With it comes in at eight percent, and it's an ale spiced with ginger, honey, and cinnamon. And what's amazing about this beer is that we actually sourced all three of those ingredients ultra locally. Um, we sourced every ingredient from Finley Market, which wow. was <laughs> which was hilarious when you go in and try to buy four hundred pounds of honey at Finley Market. <laughs> right. Is your um, honey from Bee Haven? It is. I uh, yeah, I would have to ask my okay. mother. She's the one who, who purchased it all. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things where we we try to support local when we can, especially with ingredients and. This thing turned out really well. It's we, fantastic. We loved it um, so much that we actually took half of it and aged it in special barrels for next year. So that'll be really fun. Because um, sometimes I think I, I've, I've been noticing a trend where some of the winter beers and some of the Christmas beers, so forth and so on, is 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 a tendency to either t- shy away from the term or to shy away oh, yeah. from making it a little bit sweeter yeah. and a little bit spicier. Uh, but man, this really hits the nail on the head for me. If you ask me, I mean, I love Thank it. You. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. From from frankly, I think you're seeing that because no one really wants to date the beer itself. Uh, you don't want to call it a Christmas ale uh, because then on December 26th, no one really wants to drink it anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, and honestly, what I will say is is the fourth quarter of the year is the hardest of the year in terms of production uh, because you're really trying to figure out your Oktoberfest. When do you release it and when do you pull it back? Because uh, if you, you know, you, it, it's amazing, and I, I don't have sales figures, but I've heard from people with IRI data that when you watch what happens with Oktoberfest, it builds up, it builds up, it builds up, then it skyrockets, and then it completely dies off. And that span can be eight weeks, it can be four weeks, you, you don't really know, so you have to time it appropriately. But then what happens is right after the Oktoberfest, you've got to release your winter warmer. 
for us, uh, again, being a new brewery and trying to figure everything out from a regulation perspective, uh, we didn't release the we didn't release this until Friday simply because we couldn't get federal label approval. Uh, ever since uh, yeah, ever since they they switched everything up and uh, label approval timelines are now pushing 40 days. Uh, we we wanted to distribute this. We wanted our our you know best restaurant and bar partners on draft to be able to serve this. And we don't ever like to release anything super early in the tap room and then send it to market later. We try to do it immediately. So we delayed the release of this until we could at least get the, the label approval. Well, it's fantastic. And any any of any of your outlets that have the opportunity to serve this. So this will be on generally through. Uh, my guess is it'll mid, be on mid February. Yeah, I'd say late January. I, I can't imagine February. it lasting. <laughs> a long time because I, it really is delicious. I Thank have you. a little bit of a question about sure. the sort of the winter beer concept in general. I have a friend who works in fashion, and she was telling us recently that it was really hard for them to sell winter clothes because it's not warm. Yeah. Has that like happened at all with beer? That's a great question. I you know you I don't know. Off the I don't top know of your head because probably, we just tapped this on Friday. Yeah. Uh, but what that's a really good question because I, I know I was actually talking to a friend of mine who. Uh, does a lot with Perfect North, and mm-hmm. they're getting—I mean—they're just getting hammered because it's know, 70 degrees. Terrible. But I, you know, for me, I'd, I'd have to—I'd be interested to know that. I'm going to yeah, monitor, and I'll get definitely, back to you guys. Definitely, for sure. Let us know. That's a good one. All right. This, the second one we've been given so uh, wonderfully by Jonathan Gandalf is the—is this the trophy? Trophy. It's trophy. Oh. One of my favorite. Yeah. Galaxy hopped beers. So that's Trophy Galaxy. Um, as you know with Trophy, it, it's a beer that we absolutely admire. So it's our single hop pale ale where we try to source the rarest hops that we can get in order to elevate and accentuate just the hop characteristics. So the base malt, the base recipe doesn't change. We single hop it with whatever, whatever rare hop we can get, and then we, we produce it. So this one is Galaxy. Last one was Hill Melon. And ironically, as you guys talk about what's coming in 2016, we, we spent a lot of time on trophy and a lot of time on this concept because for us this beer we donate 5% of all the proceeds back to Covington based community projects and we haven't made a grant yet but that grant's close to $2,000 and we're we're getting ready to um, to to issue some a really cool project and we've been working with some people but for us in 2016 you're gonna see trophy be a much bigger deal Um, it's a phenomenal pale ale we keep it northern Kentucky only Uh, we keep it pretty limited but the hop is gonna change every quarter and it, it's going to be a much bigger deal. I'll say that. <laughs> and, I've and, heard a couple and, rumors floating around. It, it, it'd be great if it's not as cloyingly heavy right. as some Galaxy beers that I'm not named. Will remain nameless. That will remain With nameless. With it being a pale ale versus a, a big it, that's, right. well, that's, that's the Jonathan's difference. putting that the, down is, right is now. Is that the, the one difference, that's right? to be heavy. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. So that that's trophy, and I, I don't want to... I don't want to not do it justice. Uh, this beer is, it has been it's my favorite. Incredible. I, I, <laughs> the whole melon it's, was incredible. It's so hard to say, incredible. well, this is my favorite thing that's here. But, you know, like, there, I think it varies every time I'm here. But there's been quite a few trips where a trophy is definitely standing out to me as something. I, I, really love, I, love, I love pale ales because everybody wants to make these big IPAs, which clearly you guys have done that too. But <laughs> I, I appreciate so much when somebody spends the time to just do something a little bit lighter, a little bit easier that really showcases those hops. Just Thank smell you. them. You'll know the, the difference. N- now, yeah, the next one is, <laughs> now the next one is the double that you guys won the... You won the um, let's, do let's do, go the, with, do let's the auto go first. Yeah. yeah. So the, the next one, if you smell it, the one that doesn't smell citrusy. Smell it. 
All right. Hey, I'm, I'm no expert. <laughs> I, I, I had my telling but I'm no expert. So with Otto, Otto's our dunkle. It's the second of our lager series. Well, third, I guess, Oktoberfest was, was our second. But the third in our lager series. And, you know, we made an absolute commitment from the beginning, from designing the equipment we did to be able to decoction mash and do all this amazing stuff that uh, we were going to lager and lagers were going to be important. And ironically, in 2016 planning, we spent a lot of time talking about lagers. And I think you guys are going to like what, what you see next year in terms of that. But we, we love them. And, and Otto is just another example of, of kind of four brewers who their home is lager brewing. Right. Um, and it, it turned out to be an amazing true to style lager. That's fantastic. At, at the uh, press conference for the Storm Can release, I got to talk to Richard for a couple of minutes, and I told him how much I love Dunkles, and he told me how much I was going to love Otto, <laughs> and he was right. Great, thank it's, you. Uh, you know, hey, and look, I wouldn't blow wind up anybody's skirt here. These beers are really freaking solid as far as I'm concerned. Well, with, with mean, the Otto, like, I've got so many friends that are big fans of amber lagers and kind of that middle-of-the-road kind of um, uh, easy drinkers. And, and, you know, for so long they would come up here and they would, oh, you know, they don't have an amber lager. They don't have an amber lager. And now the Otto's there. You're like, well, it's not an amber, but, but come here and try this. And, and, I, and so finally we have the last one is Shop Talk. The Shop so, Talk. This beer was unbelievably exciting for us for a lot of reasons. Uh, we won Startup Brewery of the Year by BevNet Magazine. They flew us out to Portland to brew with Widmer Brothers. Uh, and we talked to them uh, because they live in the, or because Widmer is in Portland and they're in the, the valley where hops are grown, their ability to source hops that none of us have heard of are, are pretty amazing. So they buy hops in the acreage, where we buy them by the pound. And uh, when we started, Evan and Richard started collaborating on this recipe, we decided to land on hops that were experimental in nature. And it turned out just absolutely amazing. It's a 10% beer, and it doesn't taste like it. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's an Imperial IPA, shop talk, just talking shop in the garage. Uh, we try to keep everything home to true to who we are. But uh, for us, it, it, the beer uses experimental 068, which is now called Eureka. Falconer's Flight, and um, I think that might be... There's one more it, experimental. There is one more experimental. I, yeah, experimental <laughs> number. So um, you knew that number. The, the ex- experimental 666. The experiment yeah. works. <laughs> it should no longer be an experiment. But that so, beer that beer just absolutely... I mean, that's what I'm drinking now. I, little, I little, back, little solid uh, malt backbone, too, and yeah. enough to keep you... And not terribly... Not- Hit you in the mouth with right. a lot, Over, of, a lot know, of the yeah, bitterness. Yeah, not overwhelming. What's, what's amazing about it for us is if you look across our portfolio, the one thing that we hadn't had up until now uh, was that big punch-you-in-the-face hoppy beer. Right. Um, and, and we got a lot of critique on it. We got a lot of critique of not, sati- you know, IPA is 48% of all craft beer and growing. Uh, and, you know, we, we try to shy away from doing a lot of, of super hoppy beers. But this one hit the nail on the head for me, and, and I'm really excited about it. I hope to see more of them in 2016. All right, we're going to get to the dark charge a little bit later. Okay. Right now, we've got a lot of our friends and a lot of our guests in the house. Don't forget the silent auction. We need to check on that in a few minutes. And we also need to do a raffle item. Do we want to think about drawing for a, a, one of the raffle items first? Uh, so how long? And then we'll start doing. We'll start doing all the stuff again. So you got till 3:20 to um, do the re- to buy raffle in. tickets. You've also got until 3:20 to bid on the silent auction items, uh, and and uh, 
And we'll, we'll, we'll give, we'll do give this. the we'll, silent auction a little bit longer. Yeah, we'll start. We'll start closing those out maybe about three twenty or three thirty. And uh, so we've got a, about an hour for that. We're probably going to go a couple of hours here on Cincy Brewcast. Um, Jake, uh, thank you very much. We'll, we'll be get here back all week. With you. We'll get back with you in a minute. We've got a couple of other guests we'd like to meet. Uh, and um, so we will be right back. Up next, Lisa Graham of Brewhouse Dogbone. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. No, shoot your eye out. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with the big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. This is Sean Willingham from Municipal Brew Works in Hamilton, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Good, but a little less shatter. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Perfect. A, a little you know what? less shatter. She said shatter. I, w- I wish she would have been on tape. I wish she had a mic in front of her. <laughs> you know what? No beer for you. There's something. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Mike's, Mike Cisneros back here with the Gnarly Gnome and Tina Cisneros on Cincy Brewcast. In the middle of and, chaos. And, uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving if it wasn't chaos, right? It's not even Christmas, Thanksgiving. It wouldn't be Christmas if it wasn't chaos. <laughs> um, it's the holidays and we're all miserable. First of all, as promised on Twitter at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, We'd like to welcome Chef Tony Lang from Cincy Beer Brats. And Chef one not wanted to make a major announcement today. Here's to you. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. Cheers He's got you. his Bengals uh, fedora and his Bengal, Bengal head uh, t-shirt, uh, sweatshirt on. Who day, baby? So, what are we talking? How you doing? Thank, first of all, 1776 Grill outside, uh, along with uh, Chef Tony's delicious Cincy Beer Brats. Please go out. A lot of people that we noticed even before uh, we began the show was partaking of the deliciousness that was going on outside. So we'd like to thank and mention uh, mention uh, from 1776 who we've got, who's who who brought the uh, truck today, the people and yeah, those guys are great. Uh, they teamed up with us uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, now they're selling our brats on their uh, food truck, and uh, they got all kinds of goodies out there. We even brought some of the uh, bourbon barrel beans. Remember those beans? Oh we man, made? fantastic. Oh, yeah. So those are out there with pulled pork in them, and uh, up, up. It's <laughs> <laughs> trying to be sly about it. But yeah, uh, trophy infused beer brats today. All right, man, yeah. I'll have to get me some after we get done with the show because I am starving. 
So we do have a huge announcement to make. Uh, hopefully, our Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl. Right. Well, hold on. Here's the announcement. Are you gonna Not hopefully. <laughs> they will. Oh, look at that. <laughs> um, we're going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary in February. Uh-huh. And the Super Bowl is in February. Yes, sir. So we got together and we decided that uh, we are going to give away every single infusion that we've done over the past year along with the beer. So we wow. have 18 different wow. infusions. Um, and we're going to include all the beer that goes with the uh, with the beer brats. Wow, that's fantastic. So we've got um, Psychopathy, obviously, from Mad Tree. Uh-huh. Um, Oatmeal Stout from Anderson Valley. Wow. We did uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel, Triple Digits Chacal from Listerman, um, Bay of Bengal from Christian, Oktoberfest from Sam Adams. Obviously, we've got uh, growlers that are going to come from uh, Dogberry, Braxton, Paradise, and uh, Mount Carmel. So every single infusion that we've done over the past year. That is, that's fantastic. All they got to do is go onto our website to register. That's it. Excellent. That's uh, www.cincybeerbrots.com. It is up now, live, and uh, today's the first day registration begins. Uh, January 30th is when it ends. You have to be 21 years of age by the time you get to January 30th. So if your birthday's going to fall between now and then. <laughs> so that's 18 packs of 18 brats. And so brats. you'll be eating brats all year. Pretty much. Essentially. Yeah. And, and, and 18, what, six packs, growlers? Four uh, packs, six packs, growlers. I mean, all the beer that goes with it. So it's kind of like the ultimate tailgating that giveaway. That is fantastic. That's awesome. With that's every fantastic. infusion we've done uh, over the course of the past year. How's things going with the Cincy Beer Brats and everything's doing going well? On. Clearly, Excellent. really well if they can give away. As, yeah. <laughs> there's there's also been a couple rumors afloat about a uh, food truck maybe we happening. We do finally have the food truck confirmed, and uh, we should have that rolling out on the streets uh, sometime in May. So that's going to be pretty exciting for that's us. That's awesome. Congratulations. You've been a great friend of the show. Thank you. We really enjoyed it. You, we've done a show with you. You've been at a couple of the other ones. And, we, you know, th there's a lot of this stuff that really, really goes when you're here and you're selling the food. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas Merry to you Christmas guys. Stuff. Appreciate you having and, us. And then, and then joining us right next to you is uh, Jim Jenkins, the development director for St. Joseph's Orphanage. And I can't tell you how proud we are to be able to uh, do our raffle and our silent auction for you guys today and tell us a little bit about what's going on with the mission over there at St. Joseph's and how you guys are uh, you know, helping with the problem of orphans and foster care and all that sort of thing. Well, first and foremost, thank everybody here. When Brandy came to me and said, are we allowed to do this? I said, <laughs> I said we do fall under the archdiocese. I do know Catholics drink, so I think we are fully allowed to do this. So. We're going to start gambling in a second. <laughs> I'm Time okay. to pull out the bingo card. I'm everybody. okay with that, too. But in, in, in all retrospect, uh, you know, this time of year is, is truly a, a very special time for our kids. Um, you touched on some of our services earlier. We work with 1,500 kids a day through all gambits of life from independent living where we have roughly 20 apartments over in the Anderson area. These kids cannot be fostered out nor do, do they have families to go to. Uh -huh. We have the foster care system in itself. We're, we're a uh, K through 12 education school. We have home-based services. 
We have our crisis stabilization unit, and this is really what we consider a psych ward uh, for some of the most uh, physically, mentally, sexually abused children in Cincinnati. Each and every day, um, you know, our, our staff comes to work with a lot of love and hope in, in, in their hearts to better uh, our kids' futures. And, and I've been there two and a half years. I left the public sector to come do this, and there hasn't been a day that I haven't regretted it because when, when a kid comes up and, and hugs you and you can give a kid a hug after a tough day, uh, it's, it's all worth right, it. Right, right, absolutely. It's all worth it. And, and as I said, this time of year, even more so because if it wasn't for our donors and those who come out and support things like this, they don't get a Christmas. Uh, we had, I'll share a story. Last year we did read four girls came into our organization that were taken away from their mom and boyfriend. And these four little girls, age, roughly from age 9 to 12, and they were living in a one-bedroom locked door with a bucket. And that bucket was their toilet. They were taken away. Uh, we got them into a foster family. And two weeks ago, they were adopted by fantastic. that foster family. Yeah, and they had never had a Christmas present before this past year. They didn't know what it was like to receive a, a Christmas present. So the, you look at that and go, and, and the mission that we do, and I go, that's what it's all about. Well, you know, we're so proud to be able to uh, do a very, because what we're doing here today is a very, very, very small part uh, for, for your organization and for the kids of Cincinnati. And once you hear us, I mean, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be too maudlin about it, but once you hear a story like that, you can't help but come up here and place a nice bid on some of these fantastic craft beer items. And of course, you know, the craft beer community in Cincinnati is really fantastic. And just the fact that, they're, that we're able to do something for an organization like St. Joseph's Orphanage is so important to us and to craft beer, uh, you know, the craft beer aficionados and the craft beer movement in Cincinnati. And we're so glad you joined us today to talk about, uh, to talk about St. Joseph. Well, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. And, and, and truly, some of, I'm not a big crafty, but I tell you what, <laughs> I, I, I'm learning to become one. And it's been a nice treat. Thank yeah. you very much for, for making St. Joe's the beneficiary of this. Jim right. Jenkins from St. Joseph Orphanage and Chef Tony Lang from Cincy Beer Brots. Guys, thanks very much for joining us. Merry Christmas. Thank uh, you you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, and we'll have some more uh, brewing guests, including Lisa Graham from Brewhouse Dogbones and... Uh, and Brian and Kathy and Garrett Hickey from Streetside Brewing coming up right after this on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Crab. Not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. One time, it tasted uh, okay. Josh threw a, Didn't uh, taste rotten. a blanket over his head, and he got really scared because he thought the world around him stopped. <laughs> we had to reassure him. Even though he couldn't see it, it was still here. <laughs> so he, t- he took that blanket off, and what do you know? Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham with Municipal Brew Works in Hamilton, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.
And uh, guys, uh, Mike Cisneros back with you here on Cincy Brewcast. We are at Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky for the first annual Cincy Brewcast holiday extravaganza. We've got great silent auction gifts from Braxton, uh, from Old Firehouse, from uh, Mount Carmel, Darkness, uh, and we've got raffle items from Dogberry and Brewhouse Dogbones. How funny, Dogberry and Brewhouse Dogbones. And how funny that Lisa Graham and Eric Bosler and Ron Sanders are all sitting next to each other because I told Eric Bosler <laughs> on the last show while we were in the while we were in one of the breaks Some kind of that like you guys <laughs> needed to get together because they're going to be looking for a place for their spent grain. And I said, I know this wonderful lady. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's all for a good cause. Lisa, it's been a while. How are things going? And, and we played the new uh, promo for you guys, and we're so proud to be able to continue to help you guys. And you did not have to bring us a gift basket from Brewhouse Dog Bones, but if you want s- some of the most delicious treats for your dog... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us about what's going on because it's, it's been an awful lot. It, it has, Mike. Thank you so much for having us here today for an update. Um, so Brewhouse Dog Bones is crazy. It's, it's gone so well this year, and I'd like to thank everybody it's, for their it's support. Blown, it's blown up, as the kids it's, are saying. It's blown up. <laughs> it's gone viral. So I'd like to thank everybody for their support, especially Braxton Brewing. Um, all the breweries have been terrific, but... I especially want to thank Braxton because Tina's been terrific um, to work with us and help us get the spent grains. But I, I saw a uh, Facebook post where she actually was putting spent grains into <laughs> one-gallon bags for you. Oh, uh, she did. She did. So normally when we collect our spent grains, it's parceled out, it's identified and dated. And we had a bit of a snafu with our buckets, so she was very nice to, to help us out. She did 44 bags for us, so... Um, so I would say she certainly went over and above what's normally expected. And that's in connection with the uh, with the the school group, the, the, the Boone County the Boone County group that's getting underway, or the Fort Thomas group that's, that you already have. In- Correct. So it's actually so when we when we collect spent grains from the breweries, it's divided and it's distributed amongst the school groups, um, depending on the need for that particular brewery's treats. So um, often the school groups will actually come and get the spent grain if they have transportation available and teaching staff to support them in the pickup. Um, but that particular day we had a snafu and Tina helped us out. So um, so kudos to her. This is an awesome group here. So you've got, since we met, of course, when we first talked to you, you had New Richmond, Oak Hill, Sycamore, uh, a few other, Marymont. Uh, yeah. Now it's blown up to Fort Thomas Public, sure. Cincinnati Public. We're multi-state. Uh, we are. We and, are. And Fort and, you Thomas know. Public Schools now. Uh, <laughs> and Boone County. Boone County is coming yeah. online in the they beginning are. of the year. And then you're. And so, that, tell us about how how it went. For instance, Cincinnati Public. I mean, you really got to. You really you know, got to go to the mat, I would think, with people at Cincinnati Public. You know what? I, I was actually really impressed. They contacted me and said they'd heard about the program and they wanted to see how to get their students involved. And so the program. And right on cue. Right. <laughs> Somebody's a fan back there. Um, it wouldn't be Cincy Brewcast without it. <laughs> so, you know, you can't get any better than, than dogs, beer, and helping people with disabilities. So it's the trifecta of, of a win-win. Um, but actually, so we're in 10 local school districts now, and including Boone County and Fort Thomas, which um, will, you know, 
is good for for Kentucky right, and over absolutely. here at Braxton. Yeah. And, and being a, a native of Kentucky and originally from Louisville, I'm, I'm very happy that we've been able to expand over to northern Kentucky. So, um, so we are in Cincinnati Public at Woodward Technical High School and Western Hills High School, those campuses. Um, we're in, we are in New Richmond, the Claremont County Educational Service Center at Williamsburg, Marymount, Sycamore, Mason, Princeton, Oak Hills, Fort Thomas, and Boone County, and including Cincinnati Public. And, and then in just a couple of minutes, give us an idea because you've got something coming up with uh, the Cloverknook Center for the Blind. I do. So I, so apart from our school groups, was which is the Brewhouse Dog Bones, that's our educational platform. So the, the dog treats are, create a project-based learning model from start to finish that the school systems use to help uh, teach a skill set to their young adults with disabilities to help promote the possibility of community-supported employment upon graduation. So we have two arms of things. We have our community, we have our educational platform, and then we've recently partnered with Clovernook Center for the Blind. I said it right. Did I say it right? You did say it right. Oh, all right, good. Clovernook Center for the it's Blind. It's not bad after a few Braxton beers. You know? <laughs> you know what? You do have quite a sampling over there. Well, so you know. you're doing pretty well. Um, if you start to fall over or slur your words. <laughs> I haven't yet. I know it's We're coming. professionals. Yeah, here. we're professionals. We do this for a living. Well, professional really. beer drinkers. Um, so we are. We have recently partnered with Clovernook Center for the Blind, which is a wonderful agency off Hamilton Avenue that serves blind and visually impaired uh, clients. They provide paid work opportunities um, to make our brew house dog bones on a on a commercial scale, and we've had a lot of interest and support in the community that we really we, we really need to generate more dog treats um, to to you know meet our production demand. So what? we. Well, and then so it, 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 let's just real quick in, in a little bit of time we got left. Braxton, obviously, Mount Carmel. Sure. So, so we have ten local microbreweries. We right. just recently, um, Ryan guys just recently got on to our Rheingeist, program and terrific. and partnered with us. So you can buy treats now at Rheingeist. Um, but we do have ten local microbreweries. We have um, Listerman was our first brewery to get right, on board. Right. So we have Listerman, Mount Carmel, Old Firehouse. Fibonacci, Paradise on Beachmont, um, Braxton, Eight Ball, Rivertown. Wait, am I forgetting anybody? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Wait, uh, let me start from the beginning. But look, because <laughs> we have ten local microbreweries, you if, can if get online. Got, but but uh, amazingly, they all happen to be have either been on the show or provided something for the uh, Brewcast uh, holiday gift table yes. over here so we really appreciate that an and then where the group. rubber meets the road <laughs> over here is with these two guys eric bosler and ron sanders from darkness welcome gentlemen uh eric's third time on the show ron's second time yeah, yeah. welcome back yeah, and uh, it's back. nice to have you and and after after we talk here <laughs> you have to get with this nice lady because she's got a good well, I'm she a fan of her dog going. treats. My dogs love them, too. I've got uh, a good thing going. We picked them a couple well, weeks ago, yeah. I think they taste wonderful. Oh, good. Well, you know what? That's that's the problem. We just recently had to redo our labels to say not for human consumption. People, well, people oh, I know some humans that have consumed them, <laughs> yeah. however. Actually, no, I know. They could be sitting at this table. Eric I'm not sure. too many of them, yeah. Guys, congratulations. It's, it's, it's very close to being a reality. I, I happened to meet Eric a couple of, uh, about a week ago over at the uh, eight ball. Uh, we had a beer together and uh, discussed what was going on. You guys are working your own selves at 
you know, yeah. doing a lot of the stuff yourself. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's going on over there and what when, when, we, when can we expect you guys? Yeah, we're still working every day. We're, on, we're in there every day swinging hammers and, uh, you know. We're, <laughs> Playing carpenter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, still, we're remodeling our bathrooms, bringing them up to code and that sort of stuff. But, you know, along the way, we're having fun, too. We're still brewing beers and practicing recipes. And One of the cool things that Eric mentioned to me, and uh, I didn't know, and I don't know if we're breaking news here or not, but you guys are also going to do a cider program as well. Yeah, we're hoping Thank to. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, yay. Cool. Yes, I love it'll, be a, it'll be a, a, like a long, long, slow growth yeah. to it. Yeah, absolutely. We do want to get into that. Yeah. We're, we're allowed to in Kentucky with our licensing, and we both like cider, and we've played around with it through the years, and uh, so we figure, why not try it? But we're, we're also planning to always have at least a cider on draft, even if it's somebody else's. Just in Just case someone tags along, yeah. doesn't like beer as much, yeah, and absolutely. give them a good option or something it's, to drink. Uh, it, it's, really, it's really complicated here to get a, a license over beer. Right. Complicated and expensive. Right. So, so yeah, cider's sort of that middle of the road and give somebody a little option. And, and of course, when uh, Eric was on the show, he brought the, uh, the uh, Horsehead Nebula Black IPA. I, he said they weren't. You guys weren't completely solid on the names yet, but I said that's one that you need to keep because that's a really cool name. Yeah, uh, and, and, and what else are you guys? What else are you guys planning on having? Uh, I mean, style-wise, yeah, sure. Um, we're looking at. Uh, uh, we're hoping to be able to make it work to start off with the with the black IPA that we tried. Uh, we'll do a milk stout is what we're looking at, and then. Um, Milk stout, maybe a smoked porter, maybe another kind of stout. That's the one we're still kind of feeding on or working out. But the uh, Kentucky Common will be one that we'll definitely start off with as well. Uh, sort of an, an old style that right, there's right, not a whole exactly. lot out there. And our, our interpretation was much more of a, a lighter beer uh, designed to be drink, drink it all day, that, to, to use the word sessionable. And, uh, but mostly corn, essentially. Uh, uh, pulling pulling off the uh, the Moonshiners mash and turn it into beer instead of liquor, Sweet. basically, Sweet. that concept. Uh, bad news came out of the uh, the, the Bellevue slash Dayton uh, sort of brewing scene the other day when uh, Michael Schuler, uh, who we hope to have on at some point, uh, sort of has backed out of the subculture brewing. You guys okay. have any comment, comment on that or any? Uh, it's unfortunate for him. He seemed like a really great guy. He had a neat plan going on. I didn't hear about what happened, but yeah, I mean the, the the you know the uh, the details are somewhat sketchy, but yeah, yeah unfortunately yeah. Uh, they're not going to. And I know Eric, that was one of the things you were hoping the whole yeah, eight we're, ball, yeah. Oh, yeah. the eight ball uh, darkness on, subculture triangle. So yeah. absolutely, yeah. Well, we can still do our Northern Kentucky start at Braxton and end up over <laughs> on that side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Move well, down. listen, uh, Eric Bosler, Ron Sanders from uh, Darkness Brewing. Thanks for the items for the, uh, yeah, no for the My pleasure. silent auction. Thanks for having and us on. Good again. luck to you guys. And as I told Eric when we had uh, when we had him on a couple of weeks ago, we definitely want to get in uh, when you guys get underway, oh, yeah. which is ish. <laughs> Let's go uh, with February. Ish. February ish. Somewhere so, between last month and February. All right. And uh, Lisa Graham from Brewhouse Dogbones, thanks so much. And we're so happy to support you and and anything we can ever do for you. And you guys, of course, uh, just let us know. We'll be happy to keep doing a good show. Thank thank you very much. All right. uh, We'll be back with uh, Streetside Brewing in just a moment. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Yeah. Come on now. Hey, and don't forget. Yeah. Great. Ah.
there it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts, the Red Ryder 200-shot range model air rifle. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hi, this is Evan Rouse from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This is Eric Bosler from Darkness Brewing in Bellevue, Kentucky, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, fans. I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pasturascreenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. Mike Cisneros back here on Cincy Brewcast with uh, my partners, uh, the man who is synonymous with anonymous, the gnarly gnome. Gnome, good afternoon once again. Uh, good afternoon. And the queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, Tina Cisneros. Tina, oh, ho, ho. Ahoy, ahoy, ho, ho, ho. Uh, we'd like to remind everybody that we've got our sign-on auction and our raffle items over here. Raffle items, $2 a ticket, 6 for $10, and 15 for $20. So that's one hell of a deal. You can come on over and uh, put the uh, raffle tickets. We've got Mrs. Gnome over there running the raffle table. And also, don't forget to bid. Again, some very, very incredible items in the silent auction, uh, including just about everything Braxton's got over there on their uh, on their sales rack. Uh, Mount Carmel stuff, old firehouse stuff, darkness stuff. We just talked to Eric and Ron from darkness. But right now, we would like to welcome to the program some very, very old and dear friends of mine from way, way back in the olden days when I was a uh, aimless, an aimless, shiftless, drunken whippersnapper. <laughs> Wait, you're, all right. Uh, you mean you mean it's changed since then? I don't not know. really. No. Well, you're really. no longer I'm, a whippersnapper. I'm doing. I'm doing. I guess a there's freak, aim now. I'm doing a freaking beer radio show. So what's 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 the real answer to that? Anyway, we've got. Brian Hickey, Kathy Hilbert Hickey, Garrett Hickey, and you guys are coming online-ish <laughs> at some point with uh, a new venture called Streetside Brewing. And, you know, especially Brian, who I've known quite, quite a while, and Kathy, of course, who I've known for a long time as well. You guys have been very successful in your lives, business, business dealings, business ventures. So why... Would you want to do this now? <laughs> I mean, I think you sit back and relax, kick your heels up. I've seen some of the Facebook posts with the wine, with the little fireplace and the view of the city. Why would you want to be involved? I, is, is this why this beautiful young man over here, this lovely young, young gentleman over here? Well, you know, there's nothing better than being in business with your family. I grew up in a family business, and um, when Garrett kind of threw this out there, Brian and I thought, well, what the heck? Why retire in 10 years? Why don't we just work our butts off for the next 10 years and have a blast with our son? We'll be so, rewarded in the afterlife. Exactly. <laughs> she gets it. Exactly. So 
Brian, you're, you're I mean, you're a big home brewer, right? Yep. And, and so Garrett saw this from the early days, and, and it's, it's just kind of a family thing that you guys, sort of a family hobby that, as we so often hear in, in our discussions with a lot of people that we get involved with craft beer with, it's exactly the same story, pretty much. Right. Uh, Garrett, uh, the family actually bought me my first homebrew kit. Um, so I started homebrewing. He came back from uh, University of Dayton and said, can I help? Yeah. <laughs> he bought a kit while he, was, he took a job up in Pennsylvania. He bought a kit and started brewing up there. Uh, came back and basically we're like, well, we're going to step this up. We're going to buy a bigger system and uh, bought the system for more beer, five-gallon tippy dump, to take the next level, and uh, went from there. And then, Garrett, you actually, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, you trained professionally uh, overseas. Is that correct? Yeah, I, uh, I went to a school in uh, northern England, uh, Sunderland, England, uh, called Brew Lab. Uh, it was a three-month course. Did... Science, like uh, biology brewing, uh, we did practical brewing. We would travel around to different breweries in the in the north, northern, uh, northern England, and uh, work with them. Work with local brewers uh, on their on their systems. Normally, uh, they were 15 barrel systems, and then we would do practical brewing back at school. And then uh, every once in a while, we'd go on. Uh, field trips, I guess, to different areas, saw malting, malting house. Uh, Traditional malting house, which that's really not yeah. done yeah, it was, in this country it anymore, was, uh, it? Yeah, it was very interesting. The, it wasn't traditional, it wasn't floor malting, but it was a, it was, you don't really see malt plants around here because they, it's just not really done around in Cincinnati, you know what I mean? So it was interesting to see how that all happens from, you get, I mean, you get this malt when you brewing and we got to see how that was made or how it was modified I guess is a better way to say that yeah well now Brian we've known each other a long time I know that you've been a, a denizen as I once was of uh, oh like Jenny Cream Ale and Schlitz malt liquor. Old Milwaukee. And, and Old Milwaukee. Old, old <laughs> time to what air was, the dirty what, laundry. What was your what was your path to craft beer. What was your guys' path to craft beer? Because I always like to ask that question. And, you know, knowing where you come from and where I come from the same way, you know, uh, it's, you know, I, I like that question. So please tell me. So uh, we moved from basically the east side of Cincinnati to Hyde Park in 94, 95. And the kids went away to school and Kathy and I were home. I'm like, you know what? They're they're doing pint nights down at Cock and Bowl. Hey. I said, I said, I used to work there. Let's go down. Let's go down there and try some some different beers. So literally, every Thursday night for two years, two and a half years, whatever, <laughs> five years, <laughs> and we have more pint glasses at our house oh, man. than yeah, we when that we probably shared a. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a it's a occupational hazard of the craft beer right there uh, with lovers. You. Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, look, uh, congratulations, guys. Uh, what what are you guys gonna brew? What is gonna be your, some of your favorite stuff, Garrett? Uh, what is you know? Uh, so obviously we'll have an IPA. Everyone does. Uh, we will have a grapefruit wheat 
and a porter, which are going to be our three year-round staples. And then, uh, again, do whatever really. Uh, a lot of experimental yeah, a lot stuff, of experimental a lot of homebrew stuff. stuff. Yeah. You keep the homebrew system as a pilot system and yeah. sort of yeah. test and try. And I, uh, I, I've mentioned this brewery every single time that we've talked to people, but Shorts, Shorts Brewery up in, uh, up in Michigan is one of our favorite breweries, and they do, they do some weird stuff up there, and it's all, it's all great. And that's kind of my inspiration, my inspirational brewery because it's uh, they just all their beers very very interesting I kind of want to bring that to Cincinnati we've got got a lot of great breweries uh, I'm just trying to see what I can bring exactly new and interesting exactly. and you've spent some professional time at Rivertown is that correct yes. and, yeah I'm brewing so there right now you're brewing there right yep. now so so he'll be ready to go mom and dad and uh, be ready and he's a young strapping lad so he'll be able to lift those bags of malt and those bags that you guys won't have to won't have to lift a finger and kathy tell us just a little bit about the marketing thing thank you guys for the t-shirts a real big time preview for any of you at raffle uh people that have bought raffle tickets because that's that's pre-even opening so when people walk in with their whoever walks in whoever gets the t-shirts and walks in with their street side t-shirts that'll be really cool yeah well and we'll know because this is the last batch of the ones that look like this we're learning nice. yeah so i've heard that from a couple of different brewers it'll definitely get you guys a little street cred if you walk into yeah, a brewery yeah, in cincinnati right now with that shirt exactly. exactly and i heard that from a couple of different brewers they're kind of like well we looked at this logo and we really liked it until we saw this logo and then we're like oh yeah we want that one so well guys congratulations it's so cool uh that i know somebody and that's you know real personally that's in the uh, craft brewing industry in cincinnati and anything we can do for you guys we'd certainly love to and when you guys come online we want to do something like this. Absolutely. So, uh, That'll be great. So keep us in mind, and thank you very much. Yep. Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you to Brian Hickey, Kathy Hilbert Hickey, Garrett Hickey from Streetside Brewing in Cincinnati. Let's Yay. give a big round of applause. Thank you. Appreciate the support, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be right back with more here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Cross. Does someone need a hug? Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. And be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast.
This is Steve Shaw from Cellar Dweller Craft Beers in Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. And the, and the main thing as we go along is to make good beer. If I, if I can, I've always told people if you can make good beer, they'll stand in a barn to drink it. This is Brett Coleman-Baker with Urban Artifact Brewing in Northside, Cincinnati. Hi, this is Evan Rouse from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette from Blank Slate Brewing in Cincinnati. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Okay, one of our uh, great features that we're going to have here at our Cincy Brewcast holiday extravaganza is the Gnarly Gnome has put together a trivia game. A trivia game, and the grand prize is two fantastically brand new Cincy Brewcast T-shirts from Pasteur Screen Print in oh Cincinnati. And yeah, we'll throw in some raffle tickets too. And we're also going to throw in some raffle tickets for the prize. So if you would like to, if you would like to play what we're calling the Gnome Game, and if you would like to come up and uh, do some trivia for some prizes. Uh, come up to the uh, uh, raffle table and see Mrs. Gnome right away, and we'll get you started uh, on uh, on uh, getting ready to do a uh, trivia game with us for some prizes. So uh, right now uh, we are joined. Hello, you Hello. are the media director for Braxton Brewing. Look, but we've got another one first, alone. <laughs> this is the first time we've ever had Jonathan Gandalf actually speak on the program. Welcome to Cincy Brewcast, Jonathan Gandalf. This is trouble. <laughs> yeah. Quick, get him a so, bunch more dark charge, see if we can yeah. uh, get some information out. I, yeah. some, whoever was on on this segment was going to taste dark charge, so I, I jumped on that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, oh, I'll do man. it if you guys, you guys really want We have to. the beautiful Somme uh, glass uh, from Braxton. The Hamburg uh, Goblet. The Hamburg Goblet with the dark charge inside. And... Uh, Ooh. Smells like smells like oh, bourbon. Oh man, that's just fantastic. Aged uh, for uh, what a year in George Remus. Yeah, just about. Uh, as Jake talked about, this is a project we started on before we even opened, um, and then basically as soon as we opened, put into put into execution. Couldn't be happier. Man, that that's is, amazing. That is just sublime. That is just incredible. Incredible. It was really hard for me, but I, I tucked my bottle away in the cellar because I'm really, really curious to see how it kind of changes over time. Yeah, it's interesting. Jake and I were actually in the cold box tasting this because every time we break open, we've got we've got a couple of bottles. And every, about four or five it's times science. a day. I mean, every time we open a new bottle, we don't know what's happened between now and the last time we tasted it. And we tasted it in there and we're like, it keeps getting better. So uh, what's really cool is our brewing teams actually we, we've got it we've saved a couple bottles they're going to taste it three months six months nine months out which can we address how much i appreciate that too to, yeah. to give some kind of guidance for people that you know don't know that much about cellaring don't want to sure couldn't get a bunch of bottles it, of it i mean you, you guys had a limit on bottles you, it's right. not like everybody's got a case and not everybody away, wants so. to cellar so we told people it's good now if you want to drink it great and we're going to provide the tasting details from our experts on how it tastes three six three months, six months, nine months, a year out, and say, 
If you like more stone fruit, now's the time to drink it. If you like more bourbon, now's the time to drink it. Um, but we're, we're really happy with where it is now and uh, are excited to see how it changes over time and then for future Dark Charge releases as well. Man, all, all of that is in there, too. I mean, just yeah. all of that. And, and dark fruit, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, I like, I've always liked prunes. I don't know why. Since I was a kid, plums. I like prunes. like plums. Strange. But I love that pruny, raisiny flavor that these beers get. It's so nice. And I, I appreciate it so much. And it's, you know, to me... Uh, this being the first opportunity I've had to try it, taste it, 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 it's, it it's got legs. It's like a wine. It's like it, it runs down the side of the glass. Oil-like. Uh, yeah. Very oily. Yeah, it's just wonderful, wonderful. I just I like that it's not in-your-face bourbon. You get a lot of that wood and that other character Right, to it's it, more of the background flavors of a good bourbon than the upfront booziness that you get right. from a lot of different ones. That's, right. You guys can thank Richard for that one. It's, it's phenomenal. I am. Um, other breweries should be taking notes on this beer. It's it's For really sure. good. Thank you. So how hard? I asked Jake earlier. How hard is it to hold your water on this kind of stuff? It's it's pretty hard. Uh, we have a lot of fun putting out very specific, very vague details as as time goes by. I think Gnarly Gnome picks up on those maybe more than others. But uh, we've already brewed next year's Dark Charge. So right, right. things like that is exciting. Uh, it's back there somewhere. I won't tell you guys where, but <laughs> Dark Charge 2016 is I'll in the building. It's in the building, and uh, Mrs. Gnome already has a little dream. She's just <laughs> yeah. It, it's really fun to think about, um, especially as Jake shared. We actually planned for 2016, so um, putting the puzzle pieces together and saying, okay, this is our Q2, our Q3 releases, our Q4 releases, and figuring out a way for them to all play together is something that's going to be a lot of fun in 2016 that we didn't have the opportunity to do in 2015. What uh, What are some other events that might be coming online with you guys here in the next uh, yeah, oh, month, month and a half or sure, so? Sure, month, month and a half. We've got a, we're going to have a New Year's Eve party. We'll tap the next beer in our garage series. Um, so you'll see some news on that next week and the week following. Um, come on, break it right here. Right <laughs> no, I, I, come I on now, break it right Honestly, here if I knew what we were calling the beer, I would. Uh, but we've, we've still got to figure out some final details. Uh, but I think next year you'll see us, you know, we had a lot of fun with the Dark Charge bottle release. I think you'll see us doing uh, more than just Dark Charge and bottles. And then obviously, you know, we want to eventually can more than just one beer. So you'll see those eventually as well. I, I think it's just learning how to, again, make all the puzzle pieces fit together in a way that makes sense and doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. Well, Jonathan, thank you for tasting the uh, Dark Charge with us. Cheers Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Cheers, Mer guys. Merry Christmas. Thank and, you so uh, much for uh, and, and, hosting. Uh, thank you so much for uh, having us uh, out here and uh, putting up with our crazy uh, shit. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, we really appreciate it. And our first birthday is, is yours is coming up, so... Oh, yeah. We'll have to talk. We'll see you then. All right. Jonathan Gadoff, uh, the uh, Cheers, Jonathan. marketing director for Braxton Brewing Company. And now we would like to welcome a good friend of ours from uh, Seligman Distributing here in uh, Kentucky, uh, Mr. John Bent. And, John, welcome to Cincy Brewcast again. Uh, and how are things going at uh, Seligman? What's going on? Anything uh, new and exciting coming up? Things are going better than I ever could have imagined. I mean, it's just uh, I'm living a dream. Yeah? Yeah couple of meetings this week we're hoping to uh, break some news here in the next sorry uh, week or so after the first of the year that a couple of new breweries from Cincinnati are going to jump the river and come over to Cincinnati we've had some meetings with um, 
it's, there's no secrets there. There's uh, meetings with uh, Old Firehouse and uh, Cellar Dweller. So hopefully we'll get them over here across the river. Two wonderful friends of the show. Two fantastic so we have um, gift packs for the silent auction available. Yes, yes, absolutely. As did John uh, brought us some raffle items from Bad Tom, who you're still handling over here in correct, Kentucky, correct. as well as uh, Country, Country Boy, Boy who's yeah. uh, widely distributed here in Kentucky. And uh, you brought us some nice items from them. We really appreciate that. Uh, we, we first met you in connection with a wild ginger brand of the ginger beer. How's that going? That's and going pretty well. It's got it's got uh, broken the shelves in Kroger, and um, they've also come out. They've gotten on the root beer craze. There's a wild root available now with that same, from that same brewery. So you can look for that in Kroger and all the other independent liquor stores. Wonderful. Yeah. The, the hard soda craze is uh, going to blow up here, I believe, after the first of the year. Um, if it's not already. If it, yeah, well, if it hasn't already. I mean, it's blown up with root beer, but you're going to see, you know, orange creams and right. and uh, grapes. There's going to be a lot of a lot of a lot of other hard sodas coming out. Let me let me, a- let me ask you about that real quick because uh, that's pretty interesting. The macro brewers, and of course, it's no secret you represent Budweiser here in Northern Kentucky. Uh, Barf. Stop. <laughs> Behave. Be nice. Oh, I forgot to mention the Yingling. I, uh, yeah, I forgot our, to mention the Yingling uh, All American Raffle for the Yingling uh, T-shirt and uh, and and pint glass over there. But um, they seem to have a sort of head start on that sort of flavored malt beverage type uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're jumping in. They definitely see the uh, trends going in that direction, so they've gotten in on board with some of that as well. I don't know how many root beers you really need out there, but there's, there's a bunch uh, of them out there. There's a lot of them out there, but there's, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm like a huge fan of the uh, the adult soda market or something, but there's some out there that are pretty good. Like yeah, if, yeah. Um, what's, what's fun with those things is, you know, you make a nice ice cream float out of them or something. I mean, there's some, yeah. there's some, you don't have to just drink those straight. I mean, do, do some fun dessert. Or, or cocktails, things, or as cocktails, we do with, exactly. the, with the wild ginger yeah. and so forth. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I should ask you a hard-hitting question or not. We're having fun. And this is, <laughs> Take we're having gloves. fun. This Take the gloves ho- off. Holiday, Take the gloves uh, off. Holiday, He's ready. holiday program. But uh, but uh, the new uh, news hit hit on the social media and on some of the websites and so forth. Uh, middle of la- middle of two weeks ago, I guess, uh, about the uh, Budweiser incentive program, the Anheuser Busch. Correct. Yes. Uh, I guess that question. Uh, I, I, yeah, I can talk to I that. I mean, is that is, is that well, tell it, us a little bit about yeah, it. Tell first, us a little bit about okay. it. Some people might not know. Here's, here, here, there, there are different tiers of distributors, and, and uh, uh, tier one or a distributor in Anheuser Busch's eyes are going to be one that's going to only distribute their product, and then you've got another level that's going to deal with um, yeah. smaller breweries that are only distributed within a state or two and under a certain barrelage, but still distributing the Anheuser Busch product, and then you've got the third level that's going to do any and all brands right. and not worry about that. Well, what Budweiser has come out with or AB InBev has offered to their distributors are incentives to stay in a certain tier. And and what I can tell you here right now is Seligman does not play that game. Seligman is not going to drop any brands and take the money from AB InBev. Seligman does not, you know, it's family owned, it's local. The, the owners and the, their third generation right now of ownership here in Northern Kentucky and independently owned and operated, but they do sell those brands. But if they didn't sell, if they, if they played that game, I wouldn't be with them because my position is to deal with the non-AV stuff and the smaller brands and the craft. 
So that, that does exist. That is there, whether it's legal or not, like it or not. But there are distributors who have stood firm and said, we're not going to partake in that. You can keep the money. We're going to continue to sell these other brands in smaller breweries. Well, and, and that's so important. And that's what's going to be important to craft beer here in, in the next 10, 15 years as craft beer tries to weather the assault from big beer. Oh, the assault's uh, uh, the other uh, way around. Well, I don't, I don't know. As, we, as we're discussing with this incentive, that's, that's hitting yeah. some of these distributors, smaller distributors, Correct. distributors in smaller and, cities. And, and, and if you read the blogs, uh, you see it. I mean, there are distributors who are dropping brands who want to take that money in from St. Louis, St. Louis itself, Eagle Distributing, who handles uh, the shoots, I believe, yeah. said they were going to drop Correct. the shoots right. to take it. In St. Louis, which you'd think there would be plenty of people passing Budweiser around in St. Louis. Correct, you would think, but, you know, they just, they, they see the trend. And, and, and the other thing you read in those blogs and you, and you hear all the time is that the fact that AB InBev is buying these breweries and there's right. a, it is an obscene amount of money. I mean, not only AB InBev, but, I mean, Constellation, it was just announced buying billion Ballast dollars. Point for a billion dollars. That's with a B, a billion dollars Ballast Point. Uh, fa- uh, uh, New Belgium is, is New looking for this yeah. out courting suitors. Yeah, uh, Lagunitas has sold 50% to Heineken. Right, I mean, exactly. it, it just happens all the time, and it just, it's just it's obscene amount of money, but, you know, I don't know where it's going to stop. And the same question you ask yourself is, you know, where are these, when is going to stop with the breweries? I mean, it's, it's great for us, beer drinkers who like the variety and love the little guy, but, you know, just every day you hear about another one opening up and another one in the works, so good stuff well john we appreciate you being a friend of our program thank I you very you much thank for you joining very much. us yes. uh, you're a you're a continuous continual viewer and and one of our uh, periscope stalwarts and we certainly appreciate it good luck to you and good luck to seligman and thank you, everyone. Uh, and anything we can do for you guys in the future let us know and, we'll uh, and we'll have you on again Ho- same way reach out Ho- to me if you need Ho- me hopefully for uh maybe we'll get an announcement here in a couple of weeks uh, about some of the ohio breweries that you're trying to uh distribute here in Kentucky. Yep, love to do it. Okay, thank you, thank you very yep. much. Merry Christmas. John Ben from uh, Seligman Distributing here in uh, Kentucky, Northern Kentucky. All right, and here I am, Tina, with a uh, silent auction slash raffle update. Um, we are going to be closing the auction we and need, like, raffle. We splash music. We'll be closing the raffle and silent auction within the next 10 to 15 minutes. So if you want to come out and make a bid, let's make it 10. Please do. Um, we still have things on the silent auction table from Cellar Dweller, Mad Tree, and Eight Ball that do not have a bid. So if you come and bid the minimum bid, you will probably win it. So um, please do that if I, you. I can't believe that that Eight Ball stuff has not uh, gotten. And uh, Mad Tree and, 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 and Cellar Dweller. And Cellar Dweller, and that's for beer and delicious. So, if you would like to make a bid, I would recommend those because you do have a high chance of winning. Um, We are going to be pulling some names for our raffle in the next, like I said, 10, 15 minutes. Um, We are going to have Brandon from Nine Giant and uh, Dave and Nina Volkman from Ohio Valley Hops coming on right after this break. And then after that, we'll be doing our... Well, after we do do Dave and Nina... Then we will do the gnome game. Once again, if you are interested in playing trivia for fabulous cash, well, not cash, but fabulous prizes tickets and that are worth raffle cash. tickets, 
please step forward right now. We need at least at two least people. Two people. We need at least two people that would be willing to do craft beer trivia. Craft beer trivia. Cincinnati beer. Cincinnati trivia. beer trivia and brewcast trivia and brewcast tri- trivia. So if you've been listening to Cincy Brewcast, you got a good shot at winning. I see a lot of my friends. I see I see uh, Shane Brammer. Uh, Scott Lau was here earlier. Uh, a couple of guys that are friends of the show and have been uh, guests on our show in the past. Nancy Cisneros, Mrs. Gnome, my old man, Bob Cisneros, thanks for coming. My son, Mike Cisneros, strapped back from his sojourn in Los Angeles. We're going to sit down with uh, Brandon from Nine Giant, David Dave Nina Voltman, right after this. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast's Holiday Extravaganza, the Christmas voice of Cincy Craft. There it is, the holy grail of Christmas gifts, the Red Ryder 200-shot range model air rifle. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. And be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Does someone need a hug? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays from Cincy Brewcast. My name is Mike Cisneros. I'm joined by the Gnarly Gnome from thegnarlygnome.com. Gnome, good afternoon again. I have so many beers in front of me right now. <laughs> and I'm almost out, so I don't know what the hell's going on I guess over I'm here. drinking slow. And, and uh, also uh, from Overlook Lodge uh, in Pleasant Ridge, Tina Cisneros. Tina, ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Who ho, ho, made ho. one hell of a drink the other night. For the third drink of Christmas, the f- three French hens with Hennessy and Lillet and Saint Germain and lemon and champagne. Lemon and champagne. It was fantastic. It was so pa pum so, delicious. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Pleasant Ridge a little bit. We are here with Brandon Hughes of Nine Giant Brewing, coming online in the next um, few ish. months, hopefully. Yeah, ish. definitely, absolutely. Ish. Ish. Um, no, so not ish. 
Oh. <laughs> no longer ish. No more ishes. <laughs> well, I drive to work every day, and I see, I usually see through the windows, and now the windows are to. covered up. Yeah. And I'm like, what are they doing in there? There's secret Scooby-Doo projects going on back there. There's concrete now, Wonderful. at least. Wonderful. Um, so basically, tell me a little bit. Like I said, I work at Overlook Lodge. It's sort of a place that I never really expected myself to be, but have found my home in Pleasant Ridge, kind of. It's killer. So tell me a little bit about why Pleasant Ridge, why a brewery in Pleasant Ridge, because I think between the Overlook, um, Nine Giant, and uh, the Grand Central Delicatessen, that whole little strip, we're sort of at the forefront of the Pleasant Ridge Renaissance. Yeah, we're blowing up. Yeah. No, I think what we saw there is uh, a really awesome local community that was fairly underserved in terms of places to go and do cool stuff like, uh, you know, drinking great delicious things and eating delicious snacky goodness. Um, so we saw people that needed a home and needed somewhere to sort of hang out, and we thought that we could be a part of that. We were looking to be a part of a local community, so we, we wanted to be somewhere where people could walk um, mm-hmm. and not sort of out in an industrial strip mall or something. Sure, and how crazy supportive is Pleasant Ridge? It's shocking. I'm like we, blown away. You we, guys, I can't even imagine. We thought it was going to be popular with the local crowd when we announced, and it was staggering. Um, like my uh, email just totally blew up yeah. and, and, and still blows up. So are you from Pleasant Ridge or are you guys from the area? Or? I used to drink there a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, back in the day, the Dubliner was sort of my hangout. Um, I live, it's kind of sort of equidistant between where I live and where Mike, my brewmaster brother-in-law lives. Okay. Um, so it just worked out really well. Um, it's, it's an area I used to hang out in a lot and uh, I just think it's really cool. So Yeah, for sure. Well, we are really excited. What kind of what kind of offerings can we expect from Nine Giant? Yeah, so we're going to have 10 taps uh, rotating frequently. Wow. Uh, we're basically doing almost no distribution. So it's basically a, a tap room only really brew pub or, or brew pub light. Um, so 10 taps across a wide variety of styles. We're basically dedicating each tap to a certain style or set of sub-styles. So we'll, we'll sort of rotate within those things. So, That's fun. Yeah. It, it should be cool. Let's kind of play around, make sure Mike doesn't get bored back in the uh, brewery. So And food. Yes. So uh, we're calling it a snackery. The basic concept <laughs> is uh, uh, it is a, a fully I'm on scratch. Board for that. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a, a fully scratch-made kitchen, so we're making everything in-house. Right. Yeah, totally, right? <laughs> um, but it's basically doing sort of a, a tapas-style um, uh, uh, kind of menu, but you but more utilizing American sort of bar foods, but taken upscale a little bit. That's probably a really weird explanation. It's, it's kind of a ballsy approach, though, to start from the get-go and say, I want, I want, I want food, I want the beer, I want this whole it's, big picture. It's, it's expensive, it's, and it's a lot to take on. That's why right. I think people don't do it, and we're probably stupid for trying. Um, but Mike and I are kind of big food guys, so we're like, hey, like we're not being authentic if we don't have food as, right. a, as a part of that, so we didn't want to sort of cop out and just not do it because... Uh, we have no idea what we're doing. so <laughs> We respect that here yeah. at Cincy Brewcast. <laughs> well, and we definitely need that on that little strip of uh, in, on Montgomery Road in Pleasant Ridge because if I had a quarter for every time somebody came in expecting food at the Overlook Lodge, it's like, well, all right, just give me a couple months. We're going to have the deli. We're going to have Nine Giant. Yeah. We're going to be good. You will get food somewhere around here. The so. first Nine Giant tap better be at Overlook Lodge. I've we'll have beer there. <laughs> we actually I, I, already I, I already, think, already think, talked to Jacob. Yeah, about I, think, it, so I yeah. think there's been some some talks. 
and don't sleep Get on the, the beer, don't sleep on the beer cocktails. I mean, the the, the, the the mixologists over there, including Miss Tina here, are fantastic. They will figure out something to do. Kill fantastic. I'll make it my personal beer. mission, actually. That's yeah. awesome. We'll work Love on it. it. So, Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Dave and Nina Volkman from Ohio Valley Hops, some really good friends of ours. Uh, we, we talked to Dave uh, many months ago, uh, right before the hop harvest, and uh, everything seemed to grow great. You put together a fantastic uh, beer with Urban Artifact, friends of our show, and, and, and what's been going on at the hop farm since then. I, I guess winter at the, on the farm is a little bit kind of a slow period. You know, you would think it is, but I was out spraying weeds the other day because this December has been crazy and the winter annuals are still growing. It's not really winter. Yeah, right. And they're they're trying to steal nutrients from those hops because the roots are still going down there trying to, to build up for the future. Um, we're spreading some uh, some compost this week to help, help the, the hops grow in the springtime. So while we're putting it to bed, it's not over with yet. And, and I see we, we put some people together next to each other. Here's your hop guy. Here's your fresh hop guy right here. Yeah. Dave Volkman from Ohio Valley Hops. So awesome. hopefully, Nine Giant, you guys can get something together and, and, and work on something like you did with the Urban Artifact. We actually have a, a member of our guild who lives in Pleasant Ridge, uh, Derek. His farm's out, uh, I want to say, Adams County, Oshi Hops. That uh, I think they'd be a, a, a match made in heaven. We yeah. actually just did uh, our first test batch of Oshi Hop Pale Ale. So. Perfect. There you go. There you go. And again, collaborative as long as it's a local Ohio, you know, an Ohio hop guy. You're, you're not real well, jealous about. But uh, who he does didn't it. even think about it. He's like, well, I've got this guy that I know that has a farm that lives in Pleasant Ridge, <laughs> like that. You know, Mike, we have a, a, a six thousand acre hop demand in Ohio, and we probably got a hundred acres of hops grown here. So, uh, it, it's a lot like craft beer. I don't know how many millions of barrels of beer demand there is in Ohio. But all of our craft brewers can keep brewing, and we still will not satiate the demand for Ohio beer drinkers. They'll, they'll never stop the thirst. Never stop the thirst. Just got to con- convert a few people off of the macros onto this delicious, tasty brew that we got in front of us and what Nine Giant will be brewing here in a matter of, of months. And what everybody else is brewing and taking care of. And, 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 and just, again, just a fantastic seat. Uh, so what... What now? What stage? You've been. You say you've been spraying weeds because of the unseasonably warm weather. Uh, what sort of is the next step in the in the in the kind of the farming year? Have you have you planted? Because yeah, I I know when you were on the show earlier, you mentioned you were going to plant some new crop and some more stuff. And and so what's that? I, I uh, think uh, Nina can address some of this. We've. Uh, <laughs> kind of, I, I think I think what we'd like to do first is talk about what happened this year because it was a good year. And it also answered your question that you just asked. Um, we had a really great year um, last year, so we're looking forward. And um, we had like 18,000 vines in the ground this year with all the growers uh, statewide. We've increased to 30,000 vines, so we're all wow. excited. Everybody's ramping up production because there's a shortage. We want to get in on this while while we can. Um, there's over 70 hop growers now in, in Ohio, um, all over Ohio. Um, so we um, are looking forward where a lot of the hop growers have increased their production ca- capabilities. We now have two wolf harvesters in, um, in the state. We have three mobile units in the state. We have um, three pelletizing units uh, that people can actually pelletize the, uh, the hops while you wait, and you can take them with you. Wow. <laughs> 
So, um, they're awesome. So, so we're trying <laughs> that, that to. That is. That's uh, just amazing. It's, yeah. just, it's just. A, it is so cool for us to be kind of joining in on the ground floor right. of uh, what's going to end up right. being. I, I have no doubt. In 10 years, it's going to be an industry that, oh, while yeah. you say may not satiate the entire mm -hmm. hop needs of even one brewery, it will be so much bigger and so much more burgeoning. And, and, and Ohio brewers mm -hmm. will have a wide variety of choice of Ohio hops. Oh, I agree, because um, we were um, discussing at home how many different varieties that are in the ground right now. And so uh, the top... Um, Variety is Cascade. There's over 5,000 binds. We're trying to answer what the brewers want. And so we have Nugget, we have Chinook, we have Columbus. Um, a lot of the growers are exper experiencing with Centennial. And the thing is, we just want to see what will grow in Ohio and be productive. Um, and it was a good year for Ohio, Ohio beers brewed with Ohio hops as well. There so, was uh, the, uh, the, the Urban Artifact. There was, the, uh, there was a, a, a 50... 50 West, yes, I believe. 50 West. 50 Mad West Tree did, did one. Mad Mad Tree. did a wet hop. Dogberry did one. Dogberry did one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, a lot guys, of the uh, Central Ohio uh, yeah. Columbus area brewers did a wet hop as well. So. By our count, uh, there were at least 25 wet hop beers brewed in Ohio <laughs> this year. Uh, and that's, you know, when you look at the beer corridor in Ohio, it's kind of the 71 corridor. A little bit up Dayton, there were a couple of wet hops, but Cincinnati, Columbus, uh, the Canton, Akron, Cleveland, Metroplex, 25 beers. And, uh, you know, having an interest in this, we, we look at rate beer, we look at untapped to see how they're doing. Flavorful stuff. And we've, we've uh, I'll say we have made a commitment to trying all the wet hops we could, well, whether I, they're the nationals or the locals. And we've been real, real impressed with what's happening. Well, and, and when the results turn out like the ones that, that we've been fortunate enough to have, especially that... Um, that uh, the, the the urban artifact grand crew, um, uh, uh, Calliope. Calliope. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, burning through in my head. I'm like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so he turned to me. Oh god. It's so many beers. It's, it's just it's 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 so fantastic. So yeah. listen, David Ina Boltman, continued success yeah. to you. Yeah. Uh, I have an update from the Raffleins Island auction table once again. Well, let me kiss these guys off. Kiss them. Dave, kiss them. Kiss them? No, kiss them goodbye. Don't kiss them yes. off. Love you guys. Anything we can do for you, Brandon, Nine Giant, we, uh, Brandon Hughes, we want to we wanna get together with you guys, do something like this. When you guys come online, we'd love to. Oh, we will. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. And now uh, we have an update from Tina. <laughs> All right, we are ending our raffle. Like I said, we were going to do um, a last call. We are going to do the gnome game in which we are giving away prizes of raffle tickets, T-shirts, what, whatever else. Um, our raffle and our silent auction will be ending after that. So if you would like to buy raffle tickets or make a bid on silent auction items, please come over and do so at the raffle and silent auction table. Mrs. Gnome is at the corner to give you guys uh, your tickets and give you instructions on what to do. If you have submitted your name for a raffle ticket and you do not think you can stick around for the next 15, 20 minutes or so, please come to the table and let Mrs. Gnome know and we will get contact information because we want you to win. If you win, we don't think that you necessarily have to be present to win. So please come if you feel like you're going to leave. And uh, we hope you don't. But don't please, leave. please make arrangements if Why you are, are going leaving? to. Um, so that is our uh, so, raffle silent auction update. What's up? Okay, all you freaks out there. 
Who's going to step up to play trivia with the gnarly gnome? Come on, Please. gnome trivia. We need two, we need people two people to come step up and play I'll trivia random, with the gnarly I'll, gnome. I'm going to randomly we, select. We, we, we have, don't get We're going to walk over and randomly select. It does not Three matter if you, would like to, if you would like to step up. If you're one of our guests, one of our friends, we'd certainly love to have you. Here comes Dave Volkman. We need one and, more. And we need this one is more. Cincinnati Beer History Cincinnati Trivia. Cincinnati Beer History Trivia, please. Uh, if you think you know what you're doing. Brewcast Trivia. So like I said, I'll randomly listening. select. Do I, have to, do I have to start calling people out? Shane Brammer? Do I have to start calling Shane people out? Brammer. Scott Lauf to come play trivia with us? Do I have to stop? Do I? Have to, come on now. We're not going to. Come on. on trivia. Trivia for some raffle tickets, man. Come on, we anybody, need anyone. We need somebody, anyone. Cincy Brewcast t-shirts. Come on. Scott Lau, come on. Come on. You're going to come up for some Cincy Brewcast t-shirts. Here we go. All right. We've, bow, we've, brow we've browbeaten our friends. <laughs> this is come that on. point in come the on, show. Come on, come on, <laughs> Excellent. Gentlemen, please sit down. Please step on up. Steve, would you like to, would you like to sit down, Steve? For what? For some Trivia. Uh, trivia. Well, all right. All right. We got three contestants. Scott Lau, everybody, Shane take a minute Brammer, to introduce and yourselves. Dave Holtman, please. All friends of the show. Sign in, please. Hello, everyone. <laughs> that's that's uh, not Shane a Brammer, Blue Hen Brewing. <laughs> Scott Lau, Mount Carmel. Dave Holtman, Ohio Valley Hops. So the way this game works, we've got three categories. First category is general beer trivia. So if you know beer, you're going to nail this one. Uh, second category is historical Cincinnati. And the final category, the hardest category, because you have to listen to the show, Brewcast History. We got three guys who listen to the show, that's right. so that's pretty lucky. So we'll see if this actually works out the way it's supposed to. <laughs> We're going to take turns. The first category is worth one point each. Second category is worth two points. And the final category is worth three points each. Whoever has the most points at the end wins the prize package. Is somebody keeping track of the scores, or do I need to? Uh, team so got one, it. one, two, and three points per round? One, Respectively. two, and three, yes. Okay. We signal uh, that we have the right answer by drinking our beer? or The right answer... <laughs> That means you've got the right answer. Yeah, but you got to ring in, right? You got to raise no, your hand. No, no, it's, it's, it's turns. No, it's turns. You'll each get a question. Oh, okay. All right. If you get it wrong, pretty you easy. You have to like leave in shame. Yes, you have of to leave, you at least hang your head a little bit. All right. So the first category. Pass. Pass. <laughs> you, you, you cannot pass the question. Are we are we passing them on? If if somebody misses the question, somebody else can steal it. Yay, nay. Yeah. There's, yes. Uh, All right. It's your damn game. What well, the hell? Are you asking know. me? It's not called the Tina game. I've been drinking. All right. General you beer trivia. Worth one point, we will start with Mr. Dave Volkman. What are the four main ingredients of beer per the revised Reinheitsgebot? Water, barley, hops, yeast. We will accept Excellent. that answer. That's fantastic. Is one point. Scott Lau. The term IBU stands for what? 
I emulate you, so I be you. No, it's an international bitterness <laughs> unit. I think I have to accept the first answer, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give it to you. One point for Scott. One point for Mine's got to be the Reinheitsgebot in German, right? Is that, is that my, um, recite the whole thing? No. In German. No, nerd. Yours, um, my wife loves this question. Because I can BS my way through that. What is the term for the science of fermenting beer? You might find it at the end of the dictionary. Zymergy? That is correct. That's fantastic. I didn't know that. You guys are freaking solid. All right, so we're going to skip this category well, because clearly we're dealing with refreshing. seems like a two-point question. Let's go to some Cincinnati beer history. Mr. Volkman. Although Yingling might be America's oldest, what is North America's oldest brewery? You can't, you can't ring in. <laughs> North America. I will give you a hint. It is in Canada. Jeez, imagine that. You can get this with a guess. Uh, Molson's A? Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a Cincinnati uh, beer question? This is historical. It's historical beer. I'm, I've been drinking. All right. <laughs> Mr. Lau. <laughs> Which president was the first to brew a beer on the White House grounds? Barack Obama. I'm impressed. All right. What? Oh, yeah, well, I guess so. On yeah. White House grounds. Right. Shane, this is a tough one. Did he really brew it? I mean, did he really brew uh, it? They say he did. did. They no, say I've, I've seen the video his chefs did, but he gets credit for it because he... he he bought the ingredients and had them. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's true. I, I look up the video on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a tough one. Which local brewery in Cincinnati was the first to introduce canned beer? Keep in mind, this is a historical question. Oh my god. It's a tough one. Oh jeez. I would say beautiful. Uh, the question then gets passed. Burger. Thank you. I was a beer can collector now, back in the 70s. Now Dave Volkman's in the lead. Yeah, if you've ever been <laughs> into is... Dave's shed on the farm, I think you've got some, uh, some we'll, cans in there, don't you? I like beer. We'll do another round of this uh, historical um, category. If I win, uh, the gnome has to drink one of Dave's beers from this historical shed. <laughs> I think I got a, I, I think there, I have a full can of Billy beer. I'll, I'll drink it. <laughs> the Cincinnati Ballet. This goes, I, I guess this goes back to Dave. I don't know. He stole the question. Does he yeah, get his no, own? It's his right. Dave's turn. Ballet questions now? What's the, Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Ballet is currently located on the grounds of which historical Cincinnati brewery? I know this one. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Liar. Got to make a guess. Brockman. Mr. Lau, you have a chance to steal the question. Christian Moorline. 
What was the first incorrect answer? I was not looking up the answer. Abruptness. I was just making sure that Eddie Money sang Take Me Home. Why do you keep singing that song, you weirdo? Oh, I get it. Never mind. Um, okay, so could you state the question again? The Cincinnati Ballet is currently located on the grounds of this historical Cincinnati brewery. They also use their lagering cellars to store costumes. Trivia. Ooh, costumes. That's, that's a big point. Um, gosh, let's see. Cliffside? It's not do even they, close. Do they also Different use the artesian water to wash the costumes I believe from they the did. Burger Brewing Company? You guys you are letting me down. All right. All right. Next Moving round. on. My the final round. Is. By the way, uh, Dave is in the lead with five points, Scott with three, and Shane is trailing with one point. Oh, oh, man. And these are worth three points, so it is anybody's game. Sort of. That's still Dave's. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> All right. Unless we have a bonus round. There is no bonus round. <laughs> Brewcast. What location hosted Cincy Brewcast's first Periscope show? The very first, we were on location as a test show. I don't even remember that. Uh, Braxton. That is wrong. Oh, that's right. Oh, now I remember. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whose question is it? It's uh, Scott. It's yours now. You have a chance to steal it. <laughs> How much time do we have for questions? Pasadena. Mount Carmel Brewing Company? Goodness, guys. We've never been live at Mount Carmel. Dogberry. It was at Dogberry. Did you say live? Periscope show. first Periscope, Periscope test show. show. Which we were kind of live. It was, it was a test show. That was our first. Um, All, right. All right. All right. Scott Lau, you have a chance here. This is your question. This brewery has been tasted the most in our From the Beer Fridge segment out of every brewery in Cincinnati. Braxton. Shane Bremer. I'm going to go with Urban Artifacts. Goodness. Dave Volkman. Mad Tree. He is walking wow. away with the competition here. Wow. <laughs> All right, Shane. Yes. This local brewer has made appearances on the show more than any other guest in the history of Cincy Brewcast. Now, do I need to give the name or the brewery? Uh, I'll accept either, but I would like the name of the brewer. So, uh, the brewer at the brewery. If you're on the right track, you should nail it. I would say... <clears throat> I'm just going to go with the brewery and say Braxton. I'll accept it. But Evan Rouse, Evan Rouse, Evan Rouse, Rouse has I, made the know, most appearances. I'm just going with the percentage. So our winner is? I believe Dave Volkman. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, can we give consolation prizes? What does Dave win? We can probably toss yeah, some Dave t-shirts. wins a couple of t-shirts and, and some, raffle, some tickets. raffle tickets. And Scott and Shane each win something that they've always wanted, a Cincy Brewcast t-shirt. Yay, thank you guys. <laughs> I already bid on that. 
<laughs> All right, guys, it is last call at the raffle and silent auction table. Uh, um, we get will over there. We're going to start pulling names very, very soon. Uh, hopefully very, very soon. Now, this is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm going to go by. I triple dog dare you. Yeah, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. Not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Cotton head of Ninny Muggins. And the, and the main thing as we go along is to make good beer. If I, if I can, I've always told people if you can make good beer, they'll stay in the barn. Beef trust. Yes, my, my beef great trust. great beef trust? Yeah, my great great grandmother. <laughs> Uh, and her sisters were known around Mount Healthy as the Beef Trust. Why? <laughs> they were they were big women. <laughs> this is Sean Williams from Missable Brewworks in Hamilton, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Good, but a little less shit. I wish she would have been on tape if she had a mic in front of her. You know what? No beer for you. You're listening to Stency Brewcast, the voice of Stency Craft. No. Shoot your eye out. Mike Cisneros back here at Braxton Brewing Company. Once again, we would like to thank uh, Greg, Tina, Jacob, Evan Rouse and the Rouse family for hosting our craziness, for doing this crazy shit with us. Thank you very much. We've certainly enjoyed all the beers, the Dark Charge, uh, the uh, Shop Talk, Snow Shovel, the Shop Talk, the uh, Galaxy Trophy, the uh, uh, Auto. Thank you very much. We, uh, we want to pay this off now. We have uh, just a few minutes left with the raffle and with the silent auction. Uh, we've got a few last-minute people coming up to the silent auction table right now. We're going to go grab those uh, very soon. But first, we're going to do the raffle, with, which once again benefits uh, St. Joseph's Orphanage. Uh, St. Joseph's Orphanage has been uh, serving children and families in southwestern Ohio since 1829. St. Joe's started off as an orphanage and now provides a wide variety of services to family and children in need, including mental health services, transition to independent services for young adults, foster care, specialized school programs for children with special needs, and so much more. Uh, they do uh, foster care here in Northern Kentucky, as well as a wide range of services in the state of Ohio, all the way up to the um, Montgomery County, Butler County area and also here in Hamilton County. Uh, for more information and to get involved, uh, if you want to contribute outright to St. Joseph's Orphanage, uh, call area code 513-741-3100 or visit www.sjokids.org. And uh, we were so happy to have... Um Let's... I'm sorry, I got to find the card. Uh, we were so happy to have and speak to uh, Jim Jenkins, the development director of St. Joseph's Orphanage. And uh, so right now, T 
Let's, let's pull raffle names. Let's pull some raffle tickets here. All right. Uh, do I have any volunteers that would like to come draw raffle names for me? Nancy Cisneros. Mikey's. Okay, I'll do it. Fine. I'll the do only it. reason I let me do it. <laughs> all right, all right. Our uh, the founder of our feast, Mike Cisneros, is going to do it. First, we are pulling for the Cincy Brewcast gift pack. And once again, you'll see that I have no, I have nothing up my sleeve. And the winner is. Oh, I got two. Sorry. Uh, the winner is. It's on the back. They wrote number, their name. Uh, number one ninety muck. 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 Muck, please. Muck. Yay! Congratulations, Muck. Muck you is have, Chuck. You have, including including the uh, Bascule Brewing Does Company t-shirt, which is really nice. I don't know what it stands for. Oh, how am I supposed to know that? All right, next we have a uh, Dogberry. Uh, once again, the Dogberry is a uh, growler, a uh, t-shirt. Uh, wait a minute, I've got the uh, thing right here. Uh, growler t-shirt. Uh, some coasters, some stickers. Some coasters, a growler. Uh, and the winner is... <coughs> Haley. Haley. Haley, little, you're a winner. Little. Haley! Haley. Yay, Haley! Haley Little, All you're right, a winner. Haley, thank you very much. That is... Um, thank you. Which one was that? The Dogberry. The Dogberry, yes. Next up, we have Paradise Brewing. The Par only craft brewery in Anderson Township. Paradise Brewing, which sent us a uh, coaster, or a, uh, some coasters, some of the uh, business card bottle openers, a snifter, a t-shirt. And the winner is John Bent. John Bent. John Bent. Paradise Brewing. John Mr. Bent, make left. sure we'll, you uh, uh, contact his, them when uh, they look to distribute. He put his we'll number, remember. Yes. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, right on, we should write on there. Okay, I got it. Don't worry about it. Next is Streetside. Who's going to win? Mm. We're actually picking three tickets from Streetside because there are three T-shirts. Three Streetside T-shirts, limited edition. Well, I got two there. The first one is... I got three. Muck, muck again. It's muck again. Oh, that muck. Tina C. Hey, me. I get one. I didn't and know we were allowed to put our names in. I paid right, money. And, oh. and, and, and muck again, so <laughs> muck gets two. Muck gets two. Muck better give me a t-shirt. All right. Next up, we have Brewhouse Dogbones. Lisa, will you come draw for us? Lisa Graham from Brewhouse Dogbones is going to draw for the Brewhouse Item, which, uh, what, what's it, what's in there real quick? The, no, the, uh, what's in the basket? <laughs> Three bags of dog treats. From Braxton Grains and a nice little basket, holiday gift basket. Pick a good one. Susan Jenkins. Susan Jenkins. Delicious craft beer dog treats for your wonderful best friend. All right, next up we have uh, Fibonacci. Fibonacci, a, a snifter, a t-shirt, some stickers for Fibonacci over there in Mount Healthy. They're doing a great job. You just tapped a... 
coffee stout that is phenomenal, for all the record. All right, all right. And the winner is Steve, Stephen Gatewood. Steve Gatewood. Yay! All right. Next up, we are drawing for all, all, our All-American gift pack with a Yingling t-shirt and Yingling glass. This is Who's one you don't want to miss. With the, wing, with the wingling, wingling. Wingling. Since he beer brought. Since he beer brought. Yeah, chef. Chef Tony. Which I'm currently scarfing down to, by the way. One of All those right, sandwiches. next up we have uh, Bad Tom Smith, courtesy of Seligman Distribution, John Bent. Uh, that includes a metal sign, a uh, Bad Tom Smith polo shirt, two pints, and a beer bucket. And that's going to go to Haley. Haley again. Haley, Haley you're Little. killing it. You won, you won. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't let two people next time do it. All right. What else? What else? What else? Renegade Quickly. Street Eats. I'm on a roll. Renegade Street Eats was This is a, a T-shirt uh, and two orders of wings. Which, if you have not had their wings, they're phenomenal. Phenomenal. Eric Bosler from Darkness is going to get some uh, Renegade at their next event. Eric. Next up, Country Boy. Country Boy, which includes a soft-sided six-pack cooler, two pints, two koozies. I want that And a so cool bad. beer bucket. Did you put your name in? No, I didn't know then we were allowed. Then you're screwed. I didn't know we were allowed. And the name is Scott Lau. Scotty, oh. baby. All right. We're not done. We're not done. He's a big fan of Country Boy. One more. We got one more. One more. Blank Slate Brewing Company. We got oh, uh, the blank slate, two pint glasses, two prize. taster glasses, and two T-shirts. One that says, let them drink cake. <laughs> let them drink cake. It's a double X, too, so you fat guys out there got a chance. Which, for the record, if anybody got a T-shirt and it doesn't fit, I'm sure that the breweries will be happy to exchange them. If not... Tell them the gnome If is not, come we'll buy you a new one. Who's Josh? Josh. All right, Josh. Yay, Josh. Here you go. You got Step slate. right up for the blank slate. That is our raffle. Thanks to all of our guys that gave us some gifts and some prizes for everybody. Uh, so that is our raffle. Uh, silent auction? We silent ready? auction is next. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with a silent auction here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Does someone need a hug? Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette from Blank Slate Brewing in Cincinnati, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This is Brett Coleman-Baker with Urban Artifact Brewing in Northside, Cincinnati, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I actually think that's how I got the job, was being like, I like Listerman beer. Like, okay. <laughs> so the first beer I ever had that really just shocked me and made me realize what beer could be about was uh, Dogfish Head 90 Minute. Um, so whenever I first tried that beer, it was just amazing. I, I couldn't believe that beer could taste like that. Uh, it just shocked me. So I, I kind of got obsessed. Uh, for a few years, I talked about 
actually starting to brew. And then in 2008, for my birthday, my wife uh, finally bought me a beer kit. She was done listening to me talk about doing it. Was it one of those Mr. Beer, or was it a little bit more advanced than that? Yeah, she actually uh, went down to Listerman's and uh, asked them, you know, hey, my husband's interested in this. Uh, I want to put together a kit for him. I don't want to buy, like, a Mr. Beer kit, you know. Give me something that he can learn on and advance from, so. All right. Okay, everybody, we have the final uh, tally of the um, silent auction. The first uh, winner, uh, the first winning bid is uh, Chuck Detmering for the Mount Carmel Brewing Company Basket. Thank you very much, guys. The next one is the uh, Darkness Basket, Darkness Brewing. Darkness T-shirt, stickers of pint glass, a darkness growler, and a growler fill uh, at Darkness. Uh, Lisa Graham, Lisa Graham from Do uh, Brewhouse Dog Bones. She's trying to get their grain. The next one uh, from our friends here at Braxton, a fantastic uh, basket that they gave out with just about every one of their glasses, please a howler. Say please say gnome, please say a, gnome. A, 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 uh, a, a toque, a, a beanie, a trucker hat, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff in a cool Braxton can case holder. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve Kirshner, Steve Kirshner. The uh, Mad Tree uh, pack, which included the Mad Tree t-shirt, the uh, glass, the koozie, and a $15 gift card goes to Vic Hugo. Vic Hugo. Thank you, Vic. The eight ball basket, again, with two pint glasses, uh, two eight ball t-shirts, oh, a men's a cool and a women's, a coasters, and a $15 gift, char gift card, again, to Elisa Graham. Oh. 25. Somebody is stacking up their Christmas shopping here because right. the old firehouse. That's the way to do it. The old firehouse uh, basket, again, uh, the, old fire, uh, the old firehouse brewing work shirt, the growler and fill, stickers, posters, two pint glasses. Once again, Lisa Graham, thank you very much. And uh, finally, the Craft Connection, which is two round-trip tickets on the Craft Connection Brew Tour and the Craft Connection beanie hat goes to Scott Lau. Scott Lau, step up right up there. Wow. Hey, what am I doing over here? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Now, on the Craft Connection and the Renegade one, I know we need emails to, um, to send one to more. them. One more. We have um, the Cellar Dweller gift pack. Ah, yes, the Cellar that, Dweller um, gift pack. Uh, we get uh, four glasses and a bomber for Steve Kirshner. Steve Kirshner for the Cellar Dweller pack. That, is that the Hopewell's Four pint glasses, a uh, pint of the Oatmeal Milk Stout, the Hopewell's. Phenomenal. Uh, and some coasters from Cellar Dweller. So, Steve Kirshner, congratulations. You guys made a haul. Listen, 
think we're gonna wrap this up real quick once again greg and tina rouse jake and evan rouse and everybody here at braxton brewing please to every single brewery that contributed to, to this to all and of our wonderful brewing friends beer. Yes, absolutely. We, uh, we will we have a report on uh, exactly how much we raised for St. Joseph's Orphanage, which we're very excited to know. Thank everybody for coming can we, out. Can we get that? Can we get that now or no? Can, or? Uh, probably yeah. not. It'll take a few minutes. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, Noam, how about how about it? What uh, uh, again? Just the holidays, the season, the way everybody comes together, the way everybody does uh, for charity and does for craft beer in Cincinnati. This is it just warms my heart. It's so inc such an incredible incredible experience today. This is why I exist in the realm that I do. It's for people doing something bigger than the beer that they that they are drinking at that moment. It's 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 a bigger picture and it's about some kind of big community that um, clearly everybody who donated something today and the, the Braxton Brewing Company for for having us here. That they get it. Um, who day? Absolutely. Uh, we are getting ready to uh, sign off here, and we'd like to thank everybody once again for joining us, all of our friends at Cincy Brewcast. It is so gratifying. And, of course, I could not do this without uh, the support of uh, my wife, Nancy Cisneros. Thank you, Nancy. And all of our family, uh, uh, all of my family, Mike and Angie, and, of course, Tina, who sits next to me. I'm so lucky to sit next to my daughter and do something cool like this uh, every week. And... Uh, and uh, it just makes me feel great uh, to be able to do something like this for the uh, craft brewing scene of Cincinnati. An extra special thanks to the Rouse family for letting us use their taproom brewery for something so crazy. That's right. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody. Where's my closing? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll be back with you next week with some scintillating commentary on Cincinnati craft beer. And we are live next month in January the 18th at Moreline Lager House. Oh, the great debate, the grand debate, national versus local. Uh, we're going to talk with Greg Hardman and a bunch of other people uh, over at, at, More, at Moreline. And uh, we're so proud uh, to be able to slip into Moreline uh, our first time there. And uh, just so cool that we're going to get a chance to uh, hang out with those guys too. Uh, so, Gnarly Gnome at thegnarlygnome.com. Absolutely. Follow me on social media. Tina Cisneros, go get the uh, free French hens. Overlook Lodge, thank you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays to everybody. Happy Kwanzaa. And we're so proud to be a part of the Cincinnati craft beer community, especially after something like this. My name is Mike Cisneros, <laughs> and you've been listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.